everyone. I'm Rachel. And I'm Annie. And this is The Void, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything our goblin hearts desire. In this week, we are covering the holidays. Uh, it'll likely be focused mostly on these good old winter holidays, but you know, we might get spicy, throw something else in there. <laughs> As a reminder, Black Lives Matter. Science is real. No human is illegal. Abolish ICE. Be gay, do crime. And LGBT rights are human rights. And in current events this week, um, I want to talk about getting screened for ADHD as an adult, because pretty sure I have that. <laughs> I spent all last month trying and scrambling to get an appointment for the screening, and most of the tests and screening were like three months away and I was like getting anxious because spending so much time at home I started noticing the symptoms more and so I was worried that because I noticed them more that it's gonna be like harder to get back into work and everything and for a week straight I was a madman just like running around calling different places to see if they accepted new clients when the earliest appointment could be calling the medical records department of the hospital where my psych notes are to prove that I am seeing somebody and they are prescribing me the psych meds that I'm on and stuff like that. But I finally got a referral and got in contact with the doctor and I have two appointments coming up. The first appointment is the 21st, which will be the screening appointment and the 28th is the results appointment. And I was sent an assessment form to fill out and send back to the doctor that will go over during the screening appointment and obviously be going over more in depth of different symptoms and stuff. But from the assessment alone, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like if you uh, put so many X's in one or two columns, there's most likely ADHD present. And mm -hmm. all but three of my answers were in those columns. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so uh, pretty sure that I'm pretty confident in the fact that I probably have it, but I won't know for sure until the 28th, unless the doctor is like, I'm gonna say it right now, you probably have it which I kind of hope she does. <laughs> I yeah, that's feel fair. Like she's, I feel like she's chill enough to be like, we'll go over this more in depth next week, but like, I'm pretty sure you have it. <laughs> that's my yeah. hope. But like, I know that I have two appointments for a reason. Um, but I've been doing my research and stuff and being bipolar and being on meds for my bipolar I have a friend who's also bipolar and has ADHD and is on meds for both. So he was like, just make sure you're not on stimulant ADHD meds if you do go on meds because that could induce mania and that's counterproductive <laughs> with taking bipolar meds. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh man. Okay. Oh, oh, definitely keep an eye out for that. Yeah. It's, well, you're like, yes, I'm glad I'm getting treated. It's so frustrating that we have to be 
so on top of knowing drug interactions, of advocating for ourselves, when the professionals are supposed to do that for us. Like, I legitimately went to the pharmacy the other day being like, hey, I'm on sertraline, and so I can't take a lot of, like, mucinex, that sort of thing, because it'll cause, you know, serotonin syndrome, and I don't want that. And she just sort of looked at me and went, oh, well, you could try this then. And I was just like, okay, thanks. Are you not worried about me dying? (laughs) Because I have, like, all the symptoms of it, like, when it happens. So, like, I know that I experience it. And they're just like, oh, I guess you shouldn't do this thing I told you then. Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, whenever I have like a cold or seasonal allergies, I always go to the pharmacist. And I'm like, these are the meds I'm on, including like the breath control I'm on. Like, is any of the uh, decongestant medication gonna interact badly with the meds I'm taking currently? And usually they're good about it. Um, they're usually better at explaining things than like doctors just because they like interact with people more often. Like, I was <laughs> yes. going to say dumb people more often, <laughs> but their job is to make things easier to understand, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I go to like a CBS, which you would think being like a corporate chain store, they're like, don't care. But I've been pretty lucky that this CVS I go for my meds and stuff is just like, yeah, no, we'll help you out. Uh, We'll make sure you don't like die or anything or that your birth control stops working. (laughs) Because I found out out that I think it was antibiotics can decrease the effectiveness of birth control or having it stop completely, stop working completely. And I take birth control to stop my periods because I get really bad periods to the point where I like pass out and can't move from my bed. And so I don't want to go back to having periods. I also don't want to have like the shot or like an IUD or something. So I take the pill. And if the pill stops working because I took a medication to like treat whatever, bacterial infection I had it's just not gonna be a fun time for me overall yeah that's so fair I just hate that like if I am if I do have ADHD on top of being bipolar it's just like the two medications like that the stimulant medications is like the first tier the top tier medications people go to when prescribing them to people with ADHD because they work the best. But (laughs) if you're bipolar, the medication just like sort of counteracts the other medication for bipolar. And I just don't understand why the brain would do this. Why would you do this to me? Uh, we, We love brains and how effective they are at doing their jobs. (laughs) this is why I call the two different parts of like two different aspects of my brain goblin brain and squirrel brain (laughs) yep I I had I had to explain to my older sister today what I meant when I said goblin brain and squirrel brain (laughs) so basically goblin brain is like the impulsive 
sort of manic side of my brain where it's just like, I have to go fast. I have to do things now. If people don't respond right away, then you're a loser and a failure and like impulse, impulse, impulse. And then squirrel brain is just like inattentive <laughs> memory loss. Uh, two plus two equals fish, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, every time I talk to my therapist, I'm like, well, my logic brain says this, but my emotion brain says this. And I always talk about my brain as if it's a third party, just like not attached to me. Because someone's like, oh, how are you doing? And I was like, well, my brain told me, you know, insert negative thing here. And they're like, what? And I was like, no, my brain told me that. Like, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. It was my brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's easier to like compartmentalize things if you just look at it as like, my brain is this, not me. My brain is the one acting up. Yeah, my brain exactly. is causing these issues because that's what it is. The brain is just not following the groove. Yeah, it's goofing up. Okay. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about holidays. Uh, when this podcast comes out, it'll be the week of Christmas and Hanukkah will have already passed. It is currently going on this week. The week we are recording. And Happy fourth day of Hanukkah. As of today. I butchered that pronunciation. And as somebody trying to be Jewish, I am deeply <laughs> I'm deeply saddened by that. But you still know more than I do. So <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Um I am not sure when Kwanzaa takes place, but I think Solstice and Yule take place around the same week of Christmas as well. And Saturnalia, I think, is the same day as Solstice. I think Solstice is the 21st because for some reason I always think the 21st is like the equinox and then the solstices. I could be yeah. wrong though. Uh, Kwanzaa begins on Saturday, December 26th and ends on Friday, January 1st. Oh, awesome. Thank you for that little tidbit. You're welcome. It's because I like to Google things. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm just like, I think this is it, but I'm not going to like look it up or anything. I'm just going to say it and just say, don't get mad. At, don't blame me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if anyone's wondering, this is not a facts podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Please do not take anything we say without googling it first and yeah. making sure that it's right because we're probably wrong yeah absolutely like unless we're citing things like i did in the first podcast about bipolar stuff like that's probably the only time i'm gonna cite or reference things because it takes too much brain to do that yeah my brain is you know trying to go on vacation early so i have no <laughs> idea where i am what i'm doing but I'm sure speaking into a microphone right now. So you're welcome, y'all. <laughs> I love having you here. Uh, we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> As we refer to ourselves in third person. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honestly, because I'm non-binary, I think I should refer to myself as the royal we at all times. Because then people might get my pronouns right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, whatever works. Or you could just always carry glitter in your pocket and throw it at them anytime they misgender you. 
That's true. However, my workplace would get very messy. <laughs> well, and I don't teach think them. The, that's it true, but I don't them. think the puppy should be eating glitter. No. <laughs> okay, that, that's a fair point. For the puppies, don't do that. Yeah, for the puppies, maybe, I won't. Maybe do sand instead. That's not as harmful. Perfect. And like dogs don't really like sand as much. I don't know. Except for the ones that eat rocks. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. um, we're talking about the holidays, about yes. puppies eating rocks. You know, that <laughs> is a, a, holiday a holiday experience I think we can all get behind. <laughs> um, so what are some of your favorite holidays? Yeah, so holidays in general, my favorite holiday, I'm sure I've mentioned it before because we started fil- filming, uh, recording around then, is Halloween. Halloween, 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 Halloween. I will stand by that forever. There are still quote-unquote Halloween decorations around my house, but they're just my normal decorations now, so we don't judge that. Um, No judgment here. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And, like, I'll decorate for a lot of the mainstream holidays, that sort of thing, but I'm definitely more of a, you know what, let me celebrate Yule. Let me Mm -hmm. celebrate, you know, in bulk. Like, something like that I'm very much more on the witchy side of things than any other religious holiday but I sure do celebrate them for my family mm-hmm. yeah I feel like most holidays for me are just like family things and not yeah, exactly except for I think like the fourth of July I just sort of use it as like drunk day <laughs> yeah my mom's birthday is the third of July ah uh, and so we just celebrate her birthday. We're like, 4th of July, what's that? Not an issue. We just blow <laughs> shit up on mom's birthday. It, I live in uh, Massachusetts, as I've mentioned like countless times before. And it is illegal to set off fireworks if you don't have like a permit or anything. Like the city of Boston uses during the 4th of July spectacular. But that doesn't stop people from going up to New Hampshire, buying a shitload of fireworks and setting them off. And like all throughout the summer, you can just hear firecrackers and fireworks going off. And honestly, it's the most Boston thing. And it's like, we threw tea in the harbor. That is coming up on the 16th of December. That is okay. the 247th anniversary this year. <laughs> yes, I am. Congratulations on your tea. <laughs> We just turned the whole harbor into a giant teacup and had tea. Um, but so, like, you come from that and, like, burning witches and molasses floods, and you don't think people are going to go to New Hampshire and, to like, fire. smuggle fireworks in. <laughs> but there is a big issue this past year with like flower flyers being sent to people in Boston from this one shop in New Hampshire we like you can come up to New Hampshire and buy fireworks and then bring them back into Massachusetts I'm like you are literally advocating for people to commit a crime and smuggle contraband <laughs> across state lines and like you do realize that what you're promoting is illegal but you do you my mom I don't know if she like really believed this or somebody in her circle said that 
there was a conspiracy this year because there were so many more fireworks and firecrackers going on. They were like, it was because of the protesting and people were like, because of the protesting, people were trying to make it seem like things were like violent and troublemaking and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know. I just know there's a lot of fireworks and firecrackers in the summer and that's, you just have to deal. Yeah, I heard something incredibly similar to that, um, that like unmarked black vehicles would just show up and be selling like high grade, like professional fireworks to people for like 20 bucks. Honestly, with people getting kidnapped in Oregon, I am not surprised if that like actually took place. Yeah, I am 0% surprised. And because they're like, because if you're kept up all night by fireworks, loud noises, you're not going to want to go protest the next day because you're just tired. Yeah, exactly. And if you see people with pro- at protests with fireworks, you're more likely to think people with the fireworks all night are the ones who are protesting. And people usually don't like the people staying up all night setting up firecrackers and fireworks yeah but I don't know if that was ever proven but like I wouldn't be surprised it's yeah same (laughs) one of those things where I'm like disappointed but not surprised correct um I used to think my birthday was sort of a holiday in my family (laughs) but that was because there were so many birthdays in July my birthday is actually the day before my dad's and somebody else in my family is the uh, day after my dad's. So I was like, oh, birthdays in July is our holidays because of 4th of July and because there's so many in the family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think birthdays can be like mini holidays for people if they're surrounded by people who love them enough to like make it that way for them. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. (laughs) I think I only had like three parties for my birthday growing up. And one of them was actually when I was 18. Um, So it's like weird because people are like, oh, happy birthday. Here, have cupcakes or just love. And I love love. I love getting love on birthdays, but I feel like sometimes I put more effort in wishing people happy birthdays than they do with me, you know, where I like, I sort of write a paragraph for people on their birthdays and then I just get happy birthday. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I like that. I appreciate you acknowledging that, but is that all I am to you? Yeah, no, I definitely get that. And it's always hard because depending on where my brain is at, that's how much effort I can put into other people's birthdays. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. It just means that my brain said no. Yeah. That's another thing I try and like remember too. But I feel like when it's like almost everyone doing that, that like something's wrong with me. Uh, But that's not the case. Something's wrong with you. I mean, there are a couple things wrong with me, but I'm going to therapy for them. (laughs) Nothing's wrong with you in a way where people don't want to like you. Okay, that makes, thank you. (laughs) But 
I think growing up, my favorite holiday was Christmas, and it wasn't for like any religious reasons, even though I grew up Catholic. Um, I think it was because it felt like the warmest holiday to me, despite being in the middle of winter. I think it was because like, I always have this fight with like my mom about which Christmas lights are the better one. She likes uh, white lights and I love colorful lights. <laughs> um, I think that's indicative of our entire relationship. <laughs> um, but I love seeing colorful lights. I love seeing like people giving and like helping others. And even though I wish it would like be fostered throughout the rest of the year, it just feels like a special time to give joy to other people. Like it's my favorite holiday because my biggest love language is giving gifts. So like a holiday centered around giving everyone you love gifts, that's like my jam. Yeah, that's so fair. Um, so I grew up not liking Christmas a lot because there was always so much family drama surrounding it. I knew that anytime I'd get together with family for any holiday, I would end up crying. And so for a long time, I just didn't like it. And like talking to my therapist, I'd be like, I hate Christmas. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, what's up? Or most people would be like, oh my God, you hate Christmas? Why? And I'd always be like, oh, because I have to spend time with my family. And like, that's not necessarily true because I love spending time with my family. I love them. Like, but I just don't like forced time with my family. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. But I've done a lot of growing this past year and uh, talked to my therapist a lot. And I'm finally interested in, you know, family holidays and that sort of thing. I think because it's not so much of an expectation anymore. Like last year, I just was like, I can't make it to the family holiday. I'm working. And everyone was like, okay, no problem. And I was like, oh, no problem. So this is something I can choose. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, just made it a bit better. I've already talked about um, family Christmas and stuff. And growing up, we lived with my mom's mom my Grammy and then we would visit my Nana and Papa uh, who are like my dad's parents and I always preferred uh, the morning of Christmas because we'd spend it home with my Grammy and it was like really relaxed and chill but like as a kid we would like be a little dressed up to go to my Nana and Papa's in the afternoon and evening and it just there wasn't a lot to do there because it was in the middle of like bum fuck nowhere in a sense it's like the edge of butt fuck nowhere um and so there wasn't a lot to do in between like before dinner which was at like two o'clock and then before the aunts came over and we opened presents at like six o'clock so like it was a little boring and then as I got older and my personality became one that did not jive with certain people in the family. It became harder to enjoy because there would be conflict. And because it was a holiday I really enjoyed growing up, I hated that there was conflict. And now, even with COVID, 
like COVID has like kind of canceled the family holiday, which I think is like responsible and things like that. But like, I wasn't planning on going this year anyway. It, certain people were gonna be a part of that just because this year I've been prioritizing my mental health and realizing that I don't have to put myself in situations like that where I know I'm gonna be like mentally and emotionally drained. Yeah, absolutely. Prioritizing yourself is very important, no matter what anyone else says. Yeah. Oh, it's 2020, that's one of the mottos I've learned. Yeah. And it's not saying, like, prioritize yourself over other people in a way that harms them. No, it just means don't burn your candle at both ends to give light to someone who doesn't want it. Yeah, don't let yourself on fire to keep others warm. Exactly. Um, speaking of lighting candles, I've started celebrating Hanukkah, and yeah, uh, it's been really fun, and the people of the congregation that I've been celebrating with through Zoom, it's, they've been really welcoming, and one of the questions, like, the, before lighting the menorah, there's, like, a, like, minute where people get sent into breakout groups to answer a question regarding Hanukkah and last night's was uh since last Hanukkah what have you created what have you made um and in reference to the dreidel song like I made you out of clay okay and I had to explain like I didn't celebrate Hanukkah last year because I wasn't I'm not Jewish. I didn't grow up Jewish, but I'm trying to be Jewish. And people yeah. are like, oh, okay, that's fun. Uh, have you tried latkes or sufganiyot? And I had to tell them, like, no, I didn't plan ahead because I forgot when Hanukkah started. I don't have latkes <laughs> or sufganiyot. But I love Hanukkah because it gives me the warmth that I get at Christmas time without, mm -hmm. like, the family obligation part of it which is nice. Um, yeah, no, that sounds nice. And the rabbi shares his screen during the blessings and stuff of the candles so that I can like read and sort of mimic what they're saying um, so that I can like sort of participate even though I'm not, I don't have a menorah myself to light candles on, but I'm excited. And I've been looking to reach out to some younger people in the congregation to sort of like have friends that are Jewish that are also in my area because my Jewish friends don't live near me, unfortunately. Understandable. It's, it's how it goes sometimes, I guess. But it's, it's you know nice what? having those friends anyway. You know what? like wasn't a holiday except for like my school made it a holiday like Groundhog Day was like a holiday holiday in my school but also the hundredth day of school it was like this big thing and we would like bringing bring in a hundred of one thing and one year I brought in a hundred blue M&Ms <laughs> and 
my mom and grandmother were like, are you sure you want to bring in blue M&Ms? Do you want to bring in M&Ms in general? I was like, no, it has to be blue M&Ms. And so I'm surprised they didn't like kill me over that. <laughs> but like the fact that Groundhog Day is like a thing still like surprises me because like nowhere else on earth do people look at a groundhog and be like, is it gonna be winter still? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of strange because like on one part you're like, oh, you know, you know, experiencing seasons with animals figuring out from their behavior but it's like no this is literally they just pull a groundhog out and are like winter (laughs) and i'm like i don't think that means anything (laughs) it means nothing but we got to see a cute little groundhog for like a couple minutes every year yep puxatani phil goodness gracious came up with that name too it's just like (laughs) they're like hey do you want to know what everyone's gonna hate let's go with it Um, but speaking of less widely celebrated holidays, uh, my dad's whole family is from Louisiana and most of them still live there, uh, that sort of thing. And so celebrating Mardi Gras is actually, you know, something that we do. And it's strange because Mardi Gras is also like a heavily Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also uh, just a heavily Louisiana thing because there are so many Catholics in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Like the per capita Catholics. I was going to make a pun about capita and Catholic and then I was, it was too much effort. Um, but <laughs> for catheta. It sounds like catheter. Exactly. But you know, maybe not be, might not be that wrong. Who knows? Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> Like, my dad makes homemade beignets. Um, we always try to do something to celebrate. And ever like, in high school, I, you know, would wear Mardi Gras colors, that sort of thing. And I literally would have teachers who were, like, uh, Catholic or Lutheran and be like, oh, so what are you giving up for Lent? Because, you know, this is Fat Tuesday before Lent. And I'd always be like, nothing. I'm partying. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and they always got very upset with me. And I'm like, I'm a teenager. Get over it. I'm like, I don't have to give anything up for Lent if I don't want to. Because then also one year I did try to give something up for Lent. And my mom was like, do you even know why you're doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And like, was just very upset with me because she is very uh, (laughs) (laughs) anti-Catholic. I just remember like, I hated Lent because it was 40 days of not eating meat on Fridays. And because I was told I'm not allowed to do something, it made me want to do it more. So whenever I have meat on Fridays, I <laughs> laugh a little bit, especially because I still live with my family and stuff. And mostly all of them are Catholic and they don't get, eat meat on Fridays and stuff like that. So I'm in the corner just eating like dino nuggets or something just to be like... <laughs> just to give the middle finger to like the pope or something or whoever decided that meat on fridays was not allowed oh yeah like there's so much where they're like yeah this is tradition and i was like whose tradition who created this i'm like did jesus go hey don't do this (laughs) no i like in judaism where it's like don't not don't eat this except for like kosher laws 
but like that's like a all-time thing not a certain time of the year thing but like instead of don't eat this here's food you want to eat on this holiday and I like yeah. that it's like latkes and sukhenio for Hanukkah it represents like the oil they're fried in represents the oil that lasted eight days in the temple when it was only supposed to last one day and then for Passover all the food for Passover tells the story of the uh, persecution of the Jews in Egypt and fleeing Egypt and stuff like that. I'm like, I can really get down with this whole food telling a story thing that's like peak for me. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely agree with that. Uh, my veterinary science brain immediately went, ah, oh, yes, positive reinforcement rather than negative reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, it makes so much sense. Like, you're going to encourage people more by being like, hey, if you want to, you can eat this on this holiday because it represents this. Like, that's so awesome. Um, and it's like with, like, different holidays for me, like, Samhain, I went and I made spirit cakes because it's the day that you're closest to your spirits or, you know, all that sort of thing. And, you know, you'll, you'll make uh, all sorts of things. But... <laughs> Sorry, my brain just was just like, what do you make on your lanny? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) For cake? I don't know. Yeah, no, my brain just doesn't hold information like it used to. You know, we love long-term stress. Uh, But Brain plasticity who? What? (laughs) But yeah, just any sort of thing that helps, like, encourage the holiday and support people through it is so much better than being just told no don't do it you're giving it up for Jesus yeah it's like you can't eat meat on Fridays during Lent but you can have like sugary marshmallow peeps (laughs) to play chubby bunny with and I'm like how where is the logic where is the logic unless you were like raised in a catholic house where you did have to give something up and stick to it and you gave up peeps which i tried one year and like i just liked purple and blue peep birds too much for some reason they were like my jam i love this story just keep going (laughs) this is so good i just i don't know one of my favorite memories from easter when i was catholic or when i thought i was catholic i should say Um, we would go to uh, uh, Good Friday services, which is like, or the Saturday services, the midnight service um, before Easter Sunday. And we would go to my mom's friend's congregation because her friend's brother was a priest, which confused the hell out of me because like he would on St. Patrick's Day, when we would visit his and his sister's house, he would be in his, like, priest collar and stuff, but he would be drinking beer and swearing and stuff like that because he was Irish Catholic, and I was like, you're not a priest. You can't be a priest, but he was, and sure enough, one Easter midnight mass, he basically almost drowned a girl when baptizing her because <laughs> it was like a college congregation like he was a college priest for Emmanuel College I think it was 
<laughs> and so he like dunked her entire head into the baptism bath and I was just like oh my goodness like he did it for a joke but she was on crutches so she oh had my god to, so she had to like go like mm, hop back on her crutches back to the seat after going down a couple of steps on the altar and I was just like hmm good thing I got baptized as a baby I don't have to go through this shit Jeez Louise after that he realized he fucked up so the rest of the years he would use a water gun with holy water <laughs> this is this this is incredible and now I do want a water gun full of holy water <laughs> It reminds me of the uh, Tumblr post about asking if um, you can bless a lake or a body of water uh, and turn it into holy water. And the response being like, you can, however, people can like go to the bathroom in that and it would taint the sanctity of the holiness and stuff. And I was like, who took the time to ask somebody who was a priest or was in seminary school or something whether or not you could <laughs> turn a lake or a body of water into holy water? Like, and how much research had to go into figuring out if that was, like, allowed or not? Yeah, because, like, all I'm thinking about now is, like, I'm going deep into the specifics in my brain where <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you bless it. Are you blessing the water molecules or are you blessing everything that's in the body of water? So does that include, you know, the fish, the crawdads, the microscopic bacteria that's floating around in there? Does it include that or does it just include the water? Because if it just includes the water, someone peeing in there isn't going to taint it because it's just the water molecules. Also, yeah. when it evaporates, suddenly we got holy clouds in the sky and then it's going to rain holy rain. Imagine being a vampire stuck in a rainstorm and then suddenly <laughs> it starts burning? What? <laughs> That seems like cheating. <laughs> well, if there is a an apocalypse and vampires are involved, we know how to get rid of them. <laughs> Bless the rains down in Africa. Oh my God, you're so right. That's that's what Toto was all about. After all, we've broken the code. We've broken the code, right, y'all? Anyway. We've done it. Uh, in your family, do you get your pets gifts for the holidays? Um, we do, but it's only like treats or something, and it's only like one or two because we don't want to spoil them. Yeah, because like you have to think about their health. Do you? It's funny. I'll give Celeste something. I'll be like, you can only have this because it's not good for you. And then I go and I like eat like half a pie by myself. Yeah. It's just like, not good <laughs> for me, huh? Yeah. yeah, but you can do that. <laughs> yeah I like to buy her toys that I'm gonna buy her anyway and then just wrap them mm -hmm. we used to do that growing up with the cats we had because I grew up with cats and now I have a dog um he doesn't really like toys he only has like okay. one or two toys he really likes and he's had them for years so I think I'll just get him like a blanket that he can solely use for himself to like dig under and lay under instead of using the comforter in the parlor yeah 
I don't know if you heard that, but he was just sneezing up a storm. (laughs) I was like, that sounded there like a puppy dog sneeze to me. Yup. And he sneezes with his full body. So like he almost fell off the couch. (laughs) I can relate. And I respect that, that. That shows he's my boy. Definitely my dog. <laughs> they take after their parents. Yes. <laughs> Why Celeste eats dumb things. <laughs> oh, that's a mood, though. Marshawn tries to eat grass sometimes, but I'm like, dude, you know you'll just throw it up later. Why are you doing this to yourself? And then I'm lactose intolerant, and I eat ice cream and cheese pizza and stuff with dairy in it. Yep. I was looking at like the IBS diet I'm supposed to follow yesterday. And then my friend and I proceeded to make dinner and not follow any of the directions. <laughs> and we were just like, eh, too bad. Yeah, it's food. Like, as long as it's food, that's all I really need, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are any other holidays that like really Best almost matter. just fell off the table. <laughs> like, I think that those are like the big ones. And that was mostly because of religion. Now I don't have to celebrate Easter, which is fun. Because I, for some reason, I hated Easter. It was just like, why is this a holiday? (laughs) I don't understand. Um, This year was the first year in, since 2003, so 17 years, that my family or myself did not have a Halloween party. Oh, no. Because, you know, COVID and all that. First time in 17 years that one was not hosted on my family's farm and that I did not host one myself. I love that every year up until this point, your family has a party (laughs) for Halloween. Yeah. Like, and like, we will gather for like mom's birthday and have a party too. But it's just like, no, we had to have a Halloween party. Growing up, I didn't have a birthday party every year. Because I didn't think it was very important. But if I did not have a Halloween party, everyone (laughs) would have lost their little noggins. Like, Halloween was what I did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's funny because my sister's birthday is actually on Halloween. Ooh, spooky. We didn't didn't have Halloween parties. We just went trick-or-treating and she got extra candy, which I always hated. But I like the fact that we would come home and get cake. Ooh, (laughs) yeah. So we gorge ourselves on Halloween candy and come home and have cake, which was even more sugar. Yeah, what what else do you need, really? And then when I got old enough to drink soda and everything, it was even more of a sugar rush. Just, like, sugar all day, every day. That's incredible, and I love it. Holidays, what would we do without large amounts of sugar? (laughs) Probably avoid developing diabetes. (laughs) What? Uh uh. Uh uh. Where's the fun in that, though? Yeah, exactly. Come on. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's just that life is too short to not enjoy things. Exactly. It's too short and too unpredictable not to enjoy the small things. Especially if it includes, like, baking bread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy i think that is all i have to say on holidays 
And that's all I got to say about that. All right. In closing, follow us on Facebook or Twitter and Twitter, I should say. Please don't follow us either or. <laughs> Please follow us on both. <laughs> and if you like to scream at us, just commiserate or send us memes and stuff, please do so. We love when people tell us things and share memes. It's a love language in its own. Yes, correct. Meme sharing is a love language and we stand by that. <laughs> um, and remember everyone, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. The void is always listening. Thank <laughs> you.